This is the Mason Vera Pain Show, your go-to lifestyle program, covering everything from technology and gaming to movies, TV shows, and pop culture to the supernatural and beyond. Brought to you from Chicago, USA. With your host, the unabridged millennial, Mason Vera Payne. Mason Payne here live from the MVP studios in Chicago, and thank you for tuning in. It can be difficult to disconnect and unwind from the internet because you don't know where to start. Google Trends expert Tatiana Gonzalez breaks down how you can use technology to ensure balance within your life. Thanks for joining me, Tatiana. Yeah, thank you for having me. So could you explain a little bit how technology can bring balance to our lives? Finding, you know, being from being working from home for most of us, we're spending more and more time on technology because the time in meetings that we spent face to face has now been replaced with more and more screens. So I know at Google here we have a digital well-being team that's especially dedicated to creating features to help find balance. So we've looked at a few different things that we can do to help you get better sleep, stay active, take time to relax, and things like that. What about meditation? Is that a great way to do it too? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, meditation is one of our search terms that's recently reached an all-time high across the world. Um, So that's been pretty big for people looking at ways to help find their center and really balance in between. Um, I know I personally use Headspace. um, And you can also do things like ask your assistant, you know, hey, Google, help me relax. Um, And it will help you with um, certain, like, relaxing features and music. What else has been trending? Is there other things to help you relax, like, I don't know, like a book suggestion? Yeah, so uh, among some of the the all-time highs we've seen are kind of what people are searching for as a solution. So we have exercise, self-care, and then people searching for insomnia and can't sleep. So they're looking for things to help them in that area. And so for getting better sleep, I know we have some digital well-being tools that can help with that. I mean, at Google, I know we have sunrise alarms and clock apps that can help you with your bedtime and wake up. You know, I always find it funny how we need to take a break from technology and then we go right back to it to help (laughs) us relax. (laughs) I know. I know. It's such a, it's such a weird thing. And I think what we really tried to do and what I've seen other companies do as well is try to put in the forefront. Like I know even, I know Android does this and my iPhone as well. They show how much time we're spending. So it's almost counterproductive in a way you'd think, but really like our best interest is making sure that we're healthy, but we do things like show you how much time you're spending on the screen to hopefully help you step away. Yeah. I think that's really funny because I do try to put my phone down occasionally and then I'm sitting here. And I think to myself, well, how can I relax? And I I think, oh, you know what? I'll play a game (laughs) on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm so guilty of that. I've even gotten bad where I will, I'll play a game and have picture in picture of Netflix. So it's almost (laughs) like I'm double screen timing. It's it's pretty bad. Oh my God, you do that too. That's hilarious because that's exactly what I end up (laughs) doing. And it's like, you're just like going through YouTube (laughs) you're playing a game and um yesterday I I had done this and I thought to myself you know I'm being so bad so I ended up picking up a book and I barely got through about three pages before I started to feel drowsy and the reason why I'm bringing up the sleep thing is because you're talking about the sleep with phone I don't understand how that's even helpful having a sunrise and a sunset thing to help you go to sleep I I ignore it altogether it's like Technology can only do so much. Like um, you mentioned YouTube. I know we have reminders on YouTube that can help remind you like, hey, actually, you've been watching this for quite a while. Are you sure you want to do that more? So we do things like that. And with better sleep, it's a tough one. 
but I know that you can mute your not notifications. They can gradually fade the color on your screen for your Android phone to kind of help you ease away from at least the brighter light. I know I've started to set a sleep timer on my phone. So if I'm listening to a podcast or watching Netflix before I go to bed, I put a sleep timer so that it shuts off after 20 minutes so that I know like, okay, at this point I have to step away. This is how long I've been watching it. Well, good for you for listening to it because I ignore it and go right back to it. I mean, I'm only good some of the times. So I'll be real with you. Now, when it comes to exercising, were there any trends like specific exercises or even locations where you can go like jogging? Yeah, we've seen the most search workouts since March in the U.S. Uh, we've listed um, ab workouts, hit workouts, resistance bands, at home and legs. And so you'll see like a lot of DIY fitness trends too around like how to make like squat racks and dumbbells at home. And then YouTube has this stay home hashtag with me campaign. And as a part of that, there's a workout with me channel. And if you go through the channel, there's tons of videos, like some are low impact things like yoga. Some are for people like me that live upstairs in an apartment complex. And so it even says in the title, like workout without jumping. And, they, and, and it gives you like alternatives if you don't have equipment at home. So that's really, I think, at least for me too, that's been the thing that I've looked for the most since being at home. Oh, wow. I really like the without jumping one because that is so true. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of exercises that you have to like really jump high or you got to like do a weird lunge. And it's very difficult to be quiet when exercising. So that's actually really nifty. Yeah, I know. I mean, even in my apartment, like I try to be really careful with a mat and trying to avoid things like jumping and shifting more towards slow impact. But still, I mean, my roommate downstairs sometimes says that it feels like an earthquake. So <laughs> I feel like that's an insult, but it's hard to tell. <laughs> Has there any been any, any um, hobby trends like painting or photography? Yeah, we've seen a lot of people looking for hobbies at home. Uh, we've seen it around painting, drawing, We've also seen a lot of like, I know this is related to fitness, but around like different kinds of stretches. And I think that's because we're all sitting in our chairs at home versus maybe our nicer office chairs. But we've, we've also seen a lot of spikes around like DIY recipes. So I know sourdough, um, I don't have the current stats, but I know like the last time I did one of these interviews, the sourdough bread was one of the top things we saw being searched for people making at home. Wow. I've never really had sour bread. I don't think I've ever had that before. Is it easy to make? I mean, I personally, like I make like the best thing I can cook is cereal. So I'm probably not the best person to ask for advice. I know I've had sourdough bread and it's delicious, but I can't, I have no comment on how difficult it is or isn't to make. But with how many people in my social feeds that are making it, I can only, I can't imagine it being too complicated. That's pretty funny. My sister, she burnt ramen noodles one time and uh, I never let her be, uh, live it down. <laughs> So maybe I should yep, throw this recipe. Me, her and I can be in the, the same club. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should try the recipe. Maybe it's a lot easier than, you know, ramen noodles. True. And maybe it can be one of those like Pinterest tales where it's like what you think it is and then how it really turns out. Is there anything besides videos that you can do to relax while browsing around on the Internet? Yeah, I know that there, we've seen like a pretty big surge in education online. So we've seen a lot of people look for educational websites for kids. I know like for Google, we have um, Google Arts and Culture. And my roommates and I have started to set like a weekly night where we'll virtually visit a museum. So you can kind of go through and it feels like a little, <laughs> like, I said, like I told you, I clearly watch Netflix a lot at night. But doing things like that makes me feel like I have something to take away from the time I'm spending on the screen. We've also seen, like, away from the screen, we've seen a lot of people looking at gardening as well. That's been another top trend. But we really, like, to me, one of the things that I'm trying to spend more screen time doing is more on the educational side. Yeah, it's really funny. My sister, she has two kids. The oldest one is seven. And his way to relax is he begs his mother to find him math problems. I don't know how... 
it's relaxing, but he loves it. And she'll go online and search like, you know, first grade math problems or second grade math problems. And it's just, it's really funny that he specifically wants math problems. And that's how he spends most of his day. <laughs> What's funny is, and I don't have, again, I don't have the updated stats, but from, I think it was last month or two when I checked, the, some of the top how-to questions in the U.S. were actually like homework related. So you could see like how to divide fractions and how to like teach geometry for kids or something. Like you could see that people were looking for, um, for things like math and science for their kids online. I think it's funny that they're interested in that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know. When I was a kid, we had encyclopedias and that was it. So, I mean, that was the limit of me wanting to research something was going to the A and seeing aardvark was the first thing you would see in there. <laughs> And that was like the most fun you can have. <laughs> uh, but for math problems, I always found it kind of interesting. Kids nowadays, they just kind of like go into the STEM automatically. And I think that's pretty cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely great to see. Well, Tatiana, thank you so much for joining me. And for those listening, uh, where can they find more information about you? So you can find our search trends online for at trends.google.com. And then you can see some of our well-being initiatives and some of the things that you can help do to balance your time at uh, wellbeing.google.com. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne. That's all one word. And don't forget to share the show with your friends.